friends and welcome back to Too Smart For This. It's me, your host, Alexis Barber. If you're new to the podcast, Too Smart For This is for the smart, superficial, ambitious material girls who are trying to figure out how to live life on their own terms and making sure that the definition of making it for you includes making time for yourself. In this episode, I'm going to do another solo app. You guys really love these. And I was just thinking because as you may know, I am a Wharton MBA student. I started this semester and this is a very busy experience. The MBA experience is very unique in how social it is in addition to the academics. And so it's very time consuming and being an extrovert definitely helps you. I am definitely an extrovert. However, I have been noticing that I need to make more time for myself because there's been so many personal transitions happening and career transitions happening that if I don't really sit with myself, I really cannot be my best self. So I was thinking about the frameworks and the things that I fall back on for support when I need to be connected with myself or when I need to be I don't know, in a better place. So I wanted to share with you guys those healthy habits that have really transformed my life and that I can consistently rely on. So when I get into a place of feeling frantic or when I get into a place of not knowing how to handle things, I can fall back on these habits. And I want to be honest because I feel like sometimes I feel like if I don't do my habits 100% consistently, then they're not worth anything. But I recorded an episode about this before called It's um, Never Going to Be Balanced. And then another one about reframing your idea of consistency. You can go check those out. I'll link them below. Once I reframed my idea that consistency is not the only version of taking care of yourself, because my life is so busy and hectic and absurd at the moment, there is no world in which I am always going to be able to hit my wellness and mental and physical health goals every single day. There's no world in which that's happening. And once you accept that and realize you're just trying your best every day, and these habits are some of those things that do make me feel my best, and I can come back to them whenever I need to, those little things are really what helps as opposed to expecting that I'm going to be able to do a two-hour night and morning routine every single day. It's not happening. Let me get into the top things that have helped me change my life. The first one is making time for movement. I hate to say it, I hope I don't sound ridiculous, but you need to move your body. I have realized, I mean, this is sort of a... Walking is a habit that I really picked up in the pandemic because I was going through some really tough things. And I, I mean, as we all were, obviously... And I really healed a lot of that through going on long walks and through connecting with nature in a way, but also just connecting with myself. And at the time I was going on long walks and listening to podcasts, but now I go on long walks and I listen to walking meditations. And this is like the best way for me to actually like mentally heal. I really do struggle um, sometimes with like getting anxious or getting overwhelmed. And the only thing that can pull me out of that is a walk. And I feel like I have been pretty consistent with this, but something I added on to it was working out consistently. And this for me is more, uh, it's obviously helpful because it helps you build your confidence and you are consistently doing better in the gym and that can help you feel good about yourself. But I also feel like it releases another type of hormone or whatever that makes you feel better. I guess the endorphins like walks are kind of like a release for me and like a way to get rid of pent up energy, connect with myself. But working out is like kind of appeals to my more like, I don't want to say feminine, although that definitely does 
contribute, but it contributes more to just my confidence side. And so when I'm working out, I feel great about myself. I like to listen to music. I like to listen to Beyonce. Right now I've been listening to the Renaissance set list. So not the album, but the set list. So everything that they play on tour, that has just helps me feel like so sexy, so proud of myself and so confident. And I had to start implementing that I was doing these in the morning. And that's because my life is just so busy at the moment. But I really think your life, try it for a week. And I think your life will drastically improve working out in the morning. Every successful person works out in the morning. I think it's just something you got to do. I hate to say it. It is simply the truth. Another thing that's really helped me, uh, another healthy habit is planning my week with the Monday hour one slash like I call it the power hour method where you sit down, go through your email, write out every single thing that you need to do and you schedule what time you're going to do it into your calendar. As I've said on this show before, it doesn't always mean that everything that's on that calendar or in that plan happens, but at least you know what you need to do. And I think a big part of our anxiety when we are planning or looking at our week or doing anything is that we are very concerned or overwhelmed by things that we haven't even quantified yet. So for example, you can be so overwhelmed because you need to do five assignments, but then you look at the assignments and one takes 10 minutes, one takes an hour, another takes 30, and another takes 40. You're like, okay, I've got three hours to do all of this homework. I can absolutely get that done. And it feels way more empowering to know that you have the tools, the capacity, and the time to actually do what you need to do. When you're not quantifying things, you are creating them, you're making them bigger in your head than they actually need to be. And that's not healthy for anybody. So I would 100% start thinking about your weeks, start thinking about your tasks and the things that you need to do in terms of those time blocks. And for me, the best way to do this is to use Google Calendar where you can visualize those blocks by color coding and stuff like that. And you can also put tasks into your Google Calendar. So for example, you can go into your email, realize like, I need to email Anita back. And you put that into, you can literally take your Gmail and make it into a task where it's at the side of your email and syncs with your calendar. And the Google Tasks feature just makes me feel so productive. I also use notes. I also write things down for to-dos, obviously. But I think the Google Calendar integrations like do look really good and really do help me keep everything in line. Plus, you can have repeating things on there. So for example, I need to pay people every so often and I have a repeating thing on there that's like, okay, you need to do this by this date. So highly recommend that. Having that little power hour for yourself is simply like the best way to just like believe in yourself a little bit more and be more comfortable with the amount of time that you have. The other thing that's sort of in that sort of same vein is doing the small tasks right then. So someone with ADHD and with a lot on her plate, if something's going to take me two minutes or less, I don't remember who made this like rule or something like that, but I definitely didn't. I sort of adopted it. If it's going to take you two minutes or less, do it right then. Because otherwise you're going to be forgetting about it and then you're going to have things pile up and then they never get done. So I try to do that and that doesn't mean answer every email as soon as it comes in. It doesn't mean respond to every DM as soon as I see it. It means that if something is low lift and going to take me a couple seconds to do, like pay my credit card bill off or 
quickly wipe down the counter after I make breakfast, that is going to really help me to not feel as clogged or like bogged down by the things that I need to do. That is a huge one for me that I've really been trying to implement ever since getting to Wharton because I just don't have time for things to be piling up, girl. I really do not. Now, the other thing that's really helped me is doing a closing shift at night. So I used to be the type of person who after I showered and had dinner, you were not getting anything out of me. So what I would do is I would work out, come home, shower, eat dinner, and I would leave the kitchen a mess. I would go to bed and wake up in the morning, have to clean the kitchen, choose what I was going to wear that day, and then get re- do all my content, get ready, and go to work. And that was what worked for a little bit because in my head, I thought that the satisfaction of cleaning the kitchen in the morning would actually help me to get ready to cross more tasks off my to-do list throughout the day. But in reality, it was sort of just leaving me with a sort of burden to take on in the morning. And for me, as someone who does need to wake up early and get on it in order to get things done these days, and I have to work out in the morning now, and I have to do content in the morning now, Now that that's the case, I need to do a closing shift every night. So what I did was I programmed my little smart speaker in my apartment, can't say the name because she will go off, to remind me at 8.45 p.m. every night to do a closing shift. What my closing shift looks like is usually at that time, unless I haven't, if I haven't done it already, it means it's time to tidy up the kitchen, run the dishwasher, wipe down the oven, wipe down the countertops, and then get into the bathroom to do my brushing my teeth and my skincare. And I started to add little habit stacks to this. So while I'm tidying up the kitchen or whatever, I am making sure that my bag is packed the next day. I'm putting my electronics on the charger and double checking my calendar for the following day. Another habit stack I really like is that while I brush my teeth at night, I walk into my closet and I choose my outfit for the next day. So usually I have to lay out like a workout set as well as uh, whatever I'm going to wear the following day. And that helps me because now my routine is like before I go to bed, I have everything laid out for the following day. And then I can look at my calendar for the next morning and say, hey, this is what I need to do in the morning. Then I get up immediately when I wake up the following day. I walk into the bathroom and while I'm still like groggy, I see my workout set. I can put it on, brush my teeth and go downstairs to work out and then come back, shower and be ready for my day without having to make any extra decisions. So it is so helpful to take those little things off your plate. And for me, I get lazy at night because I like to just relax and chill and be like, it's fine. I'll watch this. I'll just be watching TV, you know, sitting on the couch, drinking a glass of wine. But in reality, this just is the best way to show myself, hey, I love you so much that I am going to show up right now and we are going to get these things done so that you can have a great day tomorrow. Like you're basically doing something for your future self every time that you set yourself up like that. In terms of mindset as well, I talked a little bit earlier about meditations and I also want to talk a little bit about journaling. So for me, journaling was the key to really helping me unlock my connection with myself and heal a lot of the wounds that I've been dealing with. I really think when I write things out, it just really works for me, but it's still very hard. In the past couple months, I haven't been on my journaling game. I haven't been consistent with my journaling. And I think it's really just because I'm so busy that it doesn't feel like it's possible for me to sit down and write with a pen and paper. What I started doing uh, in a, as to supplement like 
the regular journaling, like sitting and writing on a pen and paper, is I started like to write it out on my computer to type it out because so much is happening in my life all the time that I want to remember it. I mean, I do want to keep in mind what's been happening in my life. I want to feel like, wow, I remember this actually magical time in my life. So I've started typing it out so that I can keep better track of what's been happening. And I think that's really therapeutic too, because if you are curious about how you felt about something in the past, you can just do a command F and go and see your emotions about something. So I can say command F like moving to Philly. And I can see how in June, I was really nervous about moving to Philly. In July, when I actually moved, like this is what happened. And this is what my reaction to things was. And so I think it's a really helpful thing. I don't necessarily, I, I definitely still think that there's benefits to actually physically writing things out. But if it's getting too overwhelming, figure out a way to make it easy for yourself. You could do voice notes where you write, where you talk to yourself. You can write things out in one of those like five minute journals that has a couple prompts. You could use an inside then out journal. You could do really anything. It's very important to make these little wellness hacks and stuff work for you instead of trying to fit your own personality into those boxes. Finally, when it comes to meditation, this is something that I personally, I still kind of struggle with. I feel like sitting down to meditate for 10, 30, 50 minutes is not something that I was always like a fan of, but what really helped me actually get into it was walking meditations. So I use the Superhuman app for this, but I've seen a couple of different walking meditations, you know, like on the internet. And this is helpful because as I mentioned to you before, movement is the number one way for me personally to get out of a rut, to process my emotions. And now I crave walking meditations because especially when you do them first thing in the morning, you sense of like true connectedness and euphoria when you are feeling like, wow, this is amazing. I'm so happy. You can do gratitude ones, etc. And I go on these walks and I just feel like kind of unstoppable. That's the best way to start your day is to do something to really put armor on your mind before you jump into reviewing social media, reviewing your work tasks, and answering your texts, answering your emails. You've got to create armor around your brain before you can accept all the things that are going to be shot at you throughout the day. The best way to do that is with these walking meditations and it feels really cheesy at first, I think. But then you sort of get the hang of recognizing like, let me just like lean into what would it actually feel like if I could just like get into this like one time, you know what I mean? And it's also a really good break from podcasts and music. For me, podcasts are great for when I am in like a learning mood. I go on walks with podcasts throughout the day too. And like if I'm walking to somewhere, I like to listen to podcasts. And when it comes to music, I just feel music emotionally really deeply, I think sometimes. So I don't like to listen to music on walks unless it's like a late night walk because I get lost in the music. You know what I mean? (laughs) So I like to listen to music when I work out though, because it helps me feel like pumped up and empowered. Those are like the healthy habits that I'm consistently coming back to. And that really, when I do all of them is when I feel my best. And when I do a few of them, it's when I know I can get back into what I need to be doing. I am really proud of the progress that I've made because I guess if you would have asked me, what, three years ago, like when I first started this podcast, I guess, and graduated college, I wouldn't have, I didn't have any of these tools in my toolbox, basically. And now that I have them, I feel so much more empowered to handle anything that's thrown at me. Because I know that if I get upset one day, I can go on a walk or I can 
get back to my beliefs. I can journal it out, etc. And once you have that power to maintain your own emotional state and not react to everything, it is really, really powerful. So love you guys the most. If you haven't already shopped your two cozy and your two classic robes, they are available down below at twocollective.com. You can use the promo code podcast15 for 15% off. And you definitely want to get on them. We are running low on stock. So you definitely want to get in there before we get to Black Friday and things hopefully are gone by then. With that being said, I love you guys so, so, so much. And don't forget, you are too smart to not love yourself. Oh.